Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. This episode is a very special episode. This one is not scripted. I have no notes for this one. This is just me just shooting from the hip, just telling it how T.I. is. And this one is for my niece, Mr. Kenya McKenzie, man. I'm very, very proud of my niece. Um, she's graduating this weekend from Eastern Michigan University. Um, my niece has put in a lot of hard work over, what, six years? And mission accomplished, baby. I'm proud of you. Um, my niece... It's having a big celebration this weekend. Uh, they got two different graduations. Um, you have the multicultural or quote-unquote the black graduation, as she put it. <laughs> um, and, you know, the big ceremony, which is going to take place Saturday morning. Um, I'm, I'm so, so proud of her, man. I'm, I'm happy to uh, celebrate. This is major accomplishment for for her. Um, on this podcast, I'm a uh, you know basically it's gonna be all about my niece, man. I'm gonna talk about um, <laughs> basically from the the first time I ever met my niece, which was in uh, 1994, and um, our times growing up and different memories and experiences that we've had and, you know, ups and downs and our relationship and how much she's influenced me, especially, you know, doing this thing that I'm doing right now, talking into this microphone, um, podcasting. Uh, so I'm just, I'm looking forward to this weekend, man. A lot of hard work, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of um, trials and tribulations, good times, bad times, all that, but it is definitely, um, uh, as the great Dave Chappelle asked, uh, Rick James saying, it's a celebration, bitches, <laughs> man, we definitely gonna celebrate this weekend, man, I, now got her a couple bottles, you know, to go pop a couple bottles, all that good stuff, uh, Man, definitely looking forward to it. Um, like I said, I, I didn't prepare anything. This is literally just me talking into the microphone. So, kind of got to figure out how I want to go about this. Um, hmm. Well, I, I guess you, you start from the beginning. In the beginning, uh, the 3rd of September is a day that I will always remember. Because that was the day that my niece was born. <laughs> September 3rd, 1994, man, she was born. And <laughs> the, the funny thing about it was at the time, you know what? No, before I tell that story, let me let me tell this. Um, <laughs> uh, I remember the day that I found out that my sister was pregnant with to Kenya um 
I was, you know, at home and my mother and my sister, I don't see, I don't remember exactly where, but I just remember how it went. But, you know, we'll just say they called me into the room, you know, because they had to tell me something and they sat me down and <laughs> it was like, well, Devin, you're going to be an uncle like Sharonda's pregnant. <laughs> and my reaction was, ooh, Sharonda been having sex. <laughs> and yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody just laughed, man. Um, but yeah, man, I remember finding out that I was going to be an uncle. Um, I, I remember thinking, so you got to realize, um, my uncles and aunts, for the most part, most of them live in Mississippi uh, or Muskegon, Michigan. So I didn't really grow up around my aunts and uncles. I really only saw them maybe once or twice a year, maybe maybe more than that every now and again. But for the most part, we saw them during, you know, like family reunions or trips to Mississippi or trips to Muskegon. Stuff like that. So I didn't really grow up around my aunts and uncles. So I didn't really know what it meant to be an aunt or an uncle on a day-to-day basis. You know what I mean? Um, but I remember thinking, <laughs> well, number one, I, the first thing I remember was, I hope it's a boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, for those of y'all that that know me or don't know me. Hold on, let me adjust this microphone real quick. Sorry about that. This is terrible radio, but screw it. But uh, for those of y'all that know me or don't know me, I have three sisters. I don't have any brothers. It's, it's four of us that have three sisters. So all I wanted was a brother. Growing, I, I've wanted a brother ever since I was a kid. I just wanted some other dude in the house that I could, you know, play sports with or hang out with or something. I just, just, uh, it's too many women around me, man. I just needed, uh, wow, that was going to be a pause moment. I, I needed just some other guy there with me that I could hang out with, you know what I mean? And then I was like, uh, she's having a girl. <clears throat> okay, but you know, I, I had a little sister and had two older sisters, and you know, so I've, I've been around girls my whole life at this point. All right, cool, another girl in the house. Um, but I, I just remember thinking, like, man, what am I supposed to do as an uncle? And I'm like, I, I didn't really know. I remember being, I remember like thinking, like, I have to be like. I don't really know how to describe it. I remember thinking, like, I have to protect her. You know what I mean? I mean, I remember <laughs> I remember thinking in my head, like, man, I'm going to have to keep boys away from her and uh, stuff like that. I, I just remember, like, man, I, I, I'm the uncle now, so I have to be um, that uncle figure. I have to be that protector. I, I have a... Um, someone I have to watch out for now, even though I still had a little sister, even though we didn't really get along at the time. <laughs> um, and I remember looking forward to being an uncle too, man. Um, 
Chikanya's father um, used to come over and, you know, see his girlfriend at the time and my sister. And, and like, me and him would play video games. I, I, was, I was really into Madden. I want to say Madden 95 and 96 were out around that time that she was, when my sister was pregnant and, you know, when uh, Takanya was a baby. I just remember, like, kicking his ass in, in Madden all the time, man. I, <laughs> I uh, literally would keep score of how many times I beat him. I would, like, write it down. And, man, here's how corny I was. It was actually kind of a, a forecast into my life. I, I literally would, like, I literally, like, film, like, this video of me talking shit to, to Mike. I want to say Mike and... Wow, wow, wow. There's a name from the past. Let's let you know how long ago this was. Uh, Mike and Damon. Damon was my my other sister's boyfriend at the time. And I remember I, I just used to whip them all in Madden. And I remember, like, filming a video of my little sister of me, you know, calling them out and, and talking shit almost like an interview-type scenario. And here I am now um, with a microphone in front of my face. Um <laughs> Man, I, I guess I, I guess I, I've been wanting to do this for a while. This whole, you know, interview and uh, in the wrestling business. Even though I would say I'm in the wrestling business in the the slightest, lightest uh, way possible, but um, I remember those times when you know hanging up with Mike, man, beating his ass in Madden, <laughs> which. I know this has nothing to do with you, Takaya, but, you know, it's just, you know, like I said, I have no notes here. This is me flying up the seat of my pants. I remember, you know, years later, um, playing against Mike again at Dakari's bar in Madden. And I remember beating Mike again. And, and he was so mad because he felt like at this point, like, all right, man. I done got better at this, blah, blah, blah. He was just a little kid. He had nothing to do all day but play uh, video games. Now he's a little older. He don't play as much. And I remember still whipping his ass, man, and I remember him being pissed off. I beat him with the with the Rams back when they had, like, Kurt Warner and Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt and Isaac Keem, Marshall Falk. All right, I know this means nothing to you, Takenia, so I'm going to move on, but hashtag uh mike can't beat me <laughs> um but yeah i um that's what i was saying yeah i remember you know thinking like what does it mean to be an uncle and just looking forward to being an uncle and i just couldn't wait um till you got here and I remember thinking, like, man, do I want to go in there and actually see this, see the birth? I don't think I do, man. I don't want to see that much of my sister. Um, <laughs> but the funny thing was, I, nor your grandparents, nor your your uh, little sister, I mean, your, 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 your auntie Shakia, none of us were here when you were born. We were all in Mississippi. Um, the doctor told... Sharonda that she could go to Mississippi for the, I think it was the, either the family reunion or a class reunions that we were going to at that time. So, oh yeah, you can go to Mississippi. Nothing's going to happen. And then while we were down there, we get word that, you know, Sharonda had a baby, AKA you. So 
I, I, I missed it. I missed the big day. I, I remember looking forward to the whole, you know, rushing to the hospital thing. I, I, I missed it. I missed it all, man, because we were in Mississippi. And so when we got back, I knew, hey, when I get back to Mississippi, my whole life is going to change because there's going to be a new person there. There's going to be a baby. I now have a niece. So um, <laughs> one thing I do remember, and I remember not being happy about, was that I had to give my room up. Uh, <laughs> I, I had the, the biggest room in the house. And then next thing you know, I get kicked to the basement. I didn't want to be in the basement. <laughs> Although, like, hindsight being 2020, I really enjoy being in the basement after that. I <laughs> Basically, it got me away from all those women, 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 women in that house. <laughs> you know, I got to, you know, have my own little man cave. So, it ended up being a blessing in disguise. But, um, yeah, uh, you, you basically kicked me out of my room and put me in the basement. And, yeah, I just remember, like, I'm an uncle now. I finally got to meet my niece, and, um, like, she's here. <laughs> my, my niece is here. Um, one thing that I, I do find funny was that, like, bef before that, um, me and Sharon, I, I, I don't want to say it was like a weird relationship, but we really didn't interact that much because like she was, you know, graduating from high school and she had went off to college and you know, she was like much older than me. So I really didn't interact with her that much. You know, I was going to, yeah, I was like six when she graduated from high school yeah i was like six years old when when she graduated from high school so there really wasn't a lot of you know overlap in our lives because she was busy doing you know high school stuff while you know i was learning how to count and say my abcs and stuff like that so you know weren't necessarily that close at that point but once you were born, you know, oh, man, she used to call me every all the time. you like, Devin, Devin, I need help. Devin, I need you to Devin. I, basically, whenever she needed something, she would call me. So to the point where, and I will argue this point to this day, um, she doesn't she doesn't want to admit it. But I'm telling you, I know this is this is true. Your first words was not mama. It wasn't daddy. Your first words was Dem. <laughs> Dem. Dem. A.K.A. Devin. A.K.A. Me. Your boy. Your uncles. I was your first word. And like I said, your mother would deny it to this day. But I was your first word. And the reason why I was your first words was because any time that she needed something, she was calling me. So, of course, <laughs> you being around her... You hear her say Devin all the time. So, of course, your first words was Dem, Dem. <laughs> Man. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we had a special bond, man. Like I said, I was, I was looking for a nephew, but I didn't get it. 
But uh, yeah, when you get a little bit older, yeah, we, I used to used to roughhouse all the time. I used to play wrestle and stuff like that. I used to put you in suplexes and sharpshooters and uh, figure four leg locks and stuff like that. We used to wrestle in the basement. Um, yeah, we. I mean, then me and and, and Shakia would basically uh, watch you sometimes at night when when your mother would go hang out and stuff like that. Um, spend a lot of time, man. Like, and, and and for those of y'all that don't know, um, me and Takenya's relationship, Takenya basically, I, yeah, I, I'm I'm Takenya's uncle. I am your uncle, but for the most part, you grew up with us. Like me, kind of the joke in the family is is that you know there's. There's two, four of us, but there's two sets of kids. You know, there's Sharonda and Kiva, the, t- the two older ones. And there's like a nine-year gap, and then there's me and Shakia. But really, it's me, Shakia, and Takenya. Like, I, I look at Takenya more as like my fourth sister. Like, she's child number five because she grew up with us. Um, I mean, why? Ne- never mind. I'm not going to say that right now. That, that'd be really, really rude. <clears throat> Nah, fuck it. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, it'd be nice if you, you know, you were my, my brother, or my 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 nephew. I would definitely enjoy that more. But you know, I love you though. I love you anyway. <laughs> but yeah, you Takenyan. I look at Takenyan as like my sister, because you know we all grew up together. Um, basically, it's what me. Shakia, there's a three-year gap in between us, and then there's a what six-year gap in between Takenya and my little sister Shakia. So, pretty much all of us grew up together in that house. Um, so, pretty much you were the fifth child in that house, and and there was a time when you went to stay with your your father's side of the family. Um, I didn't really understand everything that was going on at the time. You know, I'm not going to, you know, uh, I'm not going to, you know, talk about all of that right now. But I, it, it was a lot that I didn't know because I was I was young and my parents didn't tell us, you know, is everything that was going on because uh, maybe they felt that we weren't, you know, mature enough to, you know, be able to understand everything that was going on at the time or or basically just wasn't our business at that time but yeah you went to stay with your grandparents and um after that i just remember like man i'm, I'm kind of mr Kenya. i mean you would come over on the weekends and stuff like that you would definitely spend time uh at the house uh you would come and visit but you know it just wasn't the same anymore you know I was used to you being there every day before, and now it's just like, I only get to see my niece, you know, here and there. And I didn't understand it at the time, but, you know, being older now and actually knowing everything that was going on, um, I, I understood why it happened. And... um, And, yeah... I'll leave that there, but no matter what, uh, I've, I've always been pulling for you 
and I, I've always wanted what was best for you. Um, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit to um, <laughs> when you went to high school, and you started off. I believe you. No, 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 no. You you went to uh, Farmington in middle school, I think. Yeah. And then I remember when you transitioned from middle school to high school. I remember looking at the classes that you could take. I want to say this was your sophomore or junior year or something like that. But I just remember you know, looking at these these different classes. You were you know trying to figure out what classes you were going to take. And I remember looking at the list. And <laughs> I remember looking at this one class. And it was like... Uh, financial management or um it wasn't economics economics is to me one of the dumbest classes in the world it just teaches you theories and you know history of the stock market and stuff like that but this class was teaching you you know how to balance a budget how to write a check how to invest in the stock market how to do this and how to do that actually showing you how to do this stuff and i remember telling you like you're taking that class and you're like uncle Devin, i don't want to take that class i'm like I don't give a damn what you want. If I got to come down there, and I told you, I will come down there myself and enroll you in that class if I, if I have to. Like, you're taking that class. And I remember, I don't want to take that class, Uncle Devin. I'm like, no, you're taking that class. I, I, and, I, and I told you, like, hey, you can choose when you take it, but if by your senior year you haven't taken that class, I'm going down there myself to sign you up for that class. And I want to say your senior year you did sign up for it. And... I don't know how much of that you you uh, retained or actually took seriously, but um, <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I got you in that you were in that class, and you know no matter what I put whether you actually took advantage of that situation or not, I put you in that situation. I put you, I help set you up for the future. Well, whether you hey hey as as your pawpaw would say. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. I, I took you to the water. It was up to you to, to drink it in. Um, <laughs> I've got to tell this story. I can't remember if this was middle school or high school, but I remember you. <laughs> oh, man. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I might be confusing two different stories. And I, I'll let you, you know, decipher if this is two, if I'm combining two stories or if this was two separate stories. I remember, remember like for middle school, you had to like do like a paper. And I, I, I think I remember I feel like this is two different stories. I remember actually doing this project for you so that you could pass a class in middle school. I think this was. But I think later on. Mm, this might this might be the same thing. I don't know. You you you'll tell me whether it is or not. But I remember that you had this project that you had to do, and I, I guess it was during Black. No, this was this had to be two different stories because I remember this was like during. I think I'm pretty sure this was like Black History Month, and you had to write a letter as a slave, or uh, write a letter that a slave would write, and. I remember this because I was highly offended 
Oh man, I, I was so upset, but <laughs> it worked out. You you wanted to you had to write this letter as a slave, and you said you came up to me and said, "Hey, Uncle Devin, you write like a slave. I need you to write this out for me." Like I have terrible handwriting. My handwriting is horrible. And you literally thought, hey, my Uncle Devin writes like a slave, so I'm going to get him to write this out for me. Oh, man. And like I remember helping you out with the project. Like, yeah, I, I definitely wrote like a slave. And what I did was to, you know, give you a, a little bit of uh, some extra credit. Um, we wrote out the letter, right? And then what we did was we took some blank pieces of paper and what we did was we sat it in, we, we dipped it into coffee. It was a coffee or tea or a combination of, of both so that the paper would get brown and look like it had been, you know, like it was literally written back in the 17 and 1800s. And I remember like burning like the edges of it a little bit so that like once again, like it literally looked like it came from uh, the 1800s. And I remember you you got like a A plus on it. And I remember like I think your teacher kept it so that they can, you know, uh, show it as an example to future classes of what they were looking for in this. So not only did my terrible handwriting uh, get you an A, but it was one of the best projects that that school had ever seen. And all I can think was is that my handwriting is that fucking terrible <laughs> that you got extra credit for it. Man, I, oh man, I mm, it still kind of stings a little bit to this day. My handwriting is still horrible. I'm I'm looking at some some papers that I jotted some notes down on right now, and like man, my my handwriting is so horrible. <laughs> but uh. Shout out to you for recognizing my talents, I guess. I, I, hey, at least at least my terrible handwriting helped you uh, get a grade. So, yeah, I remember, you know, you graduated from high school and uh, it was at the Compuware Arena in, what is that? Is that Belleville? Northville? It's on Beck Road somewhere, wherever that is. Remember you graduated from high school, and I remember you, you know you being proud. I mean, oh yeah, you being proud. But I remember being proud of you that day as well. Um, and your uncle Wyatt and Aunt Evie came over to you know celebrate you um, graduating from high school, and um, I don't, I'm pretty sure you've talked about this on your podcast. Um, I don't, I don't know if you've like really jumped into it, but, and you know what? Nah, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk later, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I remember you graduated from high school and then you saying that uncle Devin, I want to go on the radio and I'm like, go to Specs Howard. Go. Cause Honestly, Takenya, when you told me you wanted to go on the radio, I said, yes, you are you are perfect for radio. Number one, you can't shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> that's the main thing. You, you can't shut the fuck up. And then 
Two, you have a personality and a presence about yourself that can come through a microphone. So I wanted you to go to Specs Howard. I wanted you to go to Specs Howard, basically just, you know, and, and part of it was me kind of projecting onto you, which I, I realize that now. I wish that I went to Specs Howard straight out of high school. Um, I when I when I graduated, I went to Baker College and Henry Ford Community College to study physical therapy, and not saying that that wasn't something that uh, it wasn't what I. I'm not saying that that was not what I wanted to do at the time. I was mainly trying to pick. I was trying to pick a job is what I was doing. But deep down inside, what I really wanted to do was go on the radio. But I just never done it. I, I you know, it, it's one of those things where you get older and you realize things about yourself. And you realize like. I haven't really been doing what I really wanted to do for a long time. I was trying to pick a job. I was trying to pick a job to uh, make money and provide for a fictional family that I, I didn't have at the time. Instead, that was the time for me to go into a field and, and make mistakes and, and, and do the things that I really wanted to do and to pursue the things that I was actually passionate about. If I had the knowledge that I have now when I was 18 years old, I would have went to Specs Howard straight out of high school. Um, I remember you wanted to go to Specs Howard, but you wanted to get your degree. So originally you started going to OCC, Oakland uh, County Community College, which has an affiliation with Specs Howard. Basically, in order to get their program in, their degree in... I forget what degree is in, but in order to get that degree, oh, excuse me, part of that time was spent at Specs Howard, where basically your Specs Howard is a broadcasting. Wow, that, that lets you know how long ago this was. It, it was a radio broadcast school and television broadcast or broadcasting school. Now it's a media arts school where they teach you graphic design. They're teaching you. Um, uh, Editing the video and audio editing and and you know being in front of the camera personality a lot of these same things were going on back then but it's changed a lot from then to now but and and I and I still think Specs Howard is one of the best schools as far as learning the the technical uh, side of things and I will still love to go to Specs Howard but because I didn't. I didn't go to Specs Howard and I didn't know the ins and outs and the behind the scenes stuff as far as radio and broadcast goes. Um, I didn't pursue my dream. Well, I, I'm jumping ahead of myself. But I wanted you I wanted you to, to do that program at OCC. And I remember you telling me that you had a conversation with your aunt Joyce, I believe it was. And she basically told you that, hey, if you're going to do this, do it. And then you did, you transferred to Eastern Michigan. And now you, you have your degree from Eastern Michigan. You're still, I know you, you still want to get into radio and, and broadcast and um, so on and so forth. And you, you got your degree now. And one thing that, 
I'm truly proud of you for is that in 2016, I believe it was, 2016, you started a podcast. Now, here I am, Devin McKenzie. I'm 34. No, I'm not even 34 yet. I'll be 34 in January in, in less than a month. Um, I, I've wanted to do a podcast since like 2007, 2006, 2007. I knew about podcasting 12 years ago. Um, it, it, it was kind of in this infancy and one thing that I, I definitely knew is that there was not a lot of black people or a lot of minorities doing podcasts at the time um i kind of got introduced to podcasting from one of my favorite rap or two of my favorite rappers um one of them being fonte from little brother and um the foreign exchange fame and the other is a guy named jay zone who is a very underground rapper who had a, a podcast and I'm like, man, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. I, I saw the value in podcasting back then. I saw where, where things were. I saw what, what what is going on right now. I saw that 10, year, 10, 12 years ago with what they were doing. I'm like, man, this is where things are going. This is how things are going to be done. Like I can listen to this anytime I want. I don't want to have to sit there and wait for uh, the radio, my radio show to come. I can just listen to it whenever I want to. This is awesome. Um, so I remember wanting, wanting to get into it back then, but I just never did it. And, and part of it was that whole thinking that I had to go to Specs Howard to do it. When one day you like went and bought a microphone and uh, you had your laptop and you just like put out a podcast. And I'm like, man, this is fucking amazing. And, and I'm like, if my niece, I think you were what? How old are you? You're 20. You're 24 now. So you're so my 22, 21, 22-year-old niece, out of nowhere, can start a podcast. <laughs> Why can't I? So you were a major influence in me doing what I'm doing literally right now, talking on this microphone. Like, if I, if I was to, like, rank the 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 people that influence me podcasting if i was to rank it you would probably be number one if not number one number two and i, and I say that it'd be like one a one b and the reason why is because yeah i've wanted to do it for a long time wanting people influencing me to want to do it is one thing but you being the person that influenced me that I knew that I could do it, and not only did I know I could do it, you actually asked me to help you do it. You had actually had me on your podcast and to to do those those first couple of episodes and and, and the thing was you didn't really know what you were doing I didn't know what i I definitely didn't know what I was doing, but we figured it out together man and I, I I appreciate that. So that's why you are probably the biggest influence on me doing podcasts. Like now I can't, 
I, I can't see my life right now without podcasting. I, I, I can't see my life without me behind a microphone at some point. You know what I mean? Um, I got two podcasts right now. <laughs> I got All Steak, No Sizzle, and I got Knockouts and Three Counts, man, with, with the fellas, man. And it's like now, not only did you inspire me, people around me have been inspired to do podcasts. You know, my boy Kyle, my other Kyle, excuse me, Kevin, um, my homegirl Shayla, she's getting ready to do a podcast soon. I've invited my friends on to my podcast, um, homegirl Agiline, she wants to get into it, and um, I, I, I definitely want her to do it too. Like basically, what podcasting has done. The reason why I really wanted to get into podcasting was because one, I, 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 I think it's it's fun to have debates. A lot of my a lot of my shows are about sports. I love talking sports. I love sharing my opinion on sports. I love having sports debates. I love having debates about various topics that I'm interested in. If it's a topic that I'm interested in, I'm I love debating and getting other people's opinions on it. Another thing that I've, I've always wanted to do was, and f- for you wrestling fans, you'll you'll probably say, hey. What you supposed to be the black CM Punk or something like that? But I've always wanted to give a voice to the voiceless. People, I, I feel like everybody has a story. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has thoughts. Everybody has um, information that they can share with the world that either inform the world, make you know, uh, inspire the world. Um uplift the world or you know just make the world a better place or give some understanding to things that people don't understand i feel like everybody i feel everybody has something that they want to say everybody has something that they want heard but not everybody has the ability or the outlet to get that out and i wanted to help give that outlet i wanted to give people the opportunity to tell their story so that's why when i do um unsung hero series when i'm talking to people in mississippi about the integration of the schools down there that's why i wanted to i needed to do that because that's a story that a lot of people don't know like a lot of people didn't know that my mother was part of the first graduating integrated class in equipment mississippi a lot of people didn't know that you know a lot of people didn't why the hell is my alarm going off right now? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but a lot of people don't know these stories. A lot of people don't know about um, was one of the shows that I did. A lot of people don't know about what was going on with the protest and standing for Standing Rock um, in the Dakotas. So I had my friend Francis and Muhammad um, Sherry come on talk about the protest that they were doing to support Standing Rock. Um, a lot of people don't know about what it's like to be the mother of a young boy, a young African-American boy in Atlanta. So my homegirl, Tony, comes on the show and, 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 and tells about her life dealing with her son and her daughter, 
you know, what it's like to raise a young black child in a country where things aren't the best for them. You know, I had a young lady come on and tell what it's like to be an African-American woman in America. You know, the things that she has to deal with uh, on a daily basis, you know, in different experiences with homegirl Angie. You know, countless examples of people who might not have had their story told. Countless examples of people who has, have stories that have useful information. I may, I'm able to give them that outlet. And the reason why is because you inspire me to get off of my ass and finally do something with it. To finally do what I wanted to do. And... The last two years have been great for me. I, like I said, I, I can't imagine not having podcasting in my life. I, I just, I, I can't do it. You know, <laughs> I've got, man, I got to meet some of my heroes, man. I, I got to interview um, Booker T., Former uh, WWE superstar, five-time WCW champion, man. Growing up, Booker T was like Booker T was the black a black guy that had the world championship. I didn't get to see there haven't been that many black people to win the world championship, and I I got to interview one of them, and I got to tell him thank you for you know being an example of of, of you know being an inspiration to me because. You know, I didn't get to see people like me succeeding. And I got to not I got to thank him on my show personally. Um, I got to interview Eric Bischoff and Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard was brother love, man. And he was a guy who, you know, me being a big wrestling fan growing up in the in the in the 80s and the 90s. Bruce Pritchard was one of the people that was putting together all the stories that my childhood was 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 based around like he was the one that was you know telling Stone Cold Steve Austin to drive a beer truck and and spray Vince Man with it. He was the one you know giving the cues to Kurt Angle and Booker T and all these people that I watched in wrestling. Bruce Prichard wrote and 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 and, and managed and, and 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 cultivated all that talent that entertained me as a child. Same with Eric Bischoff on the WCW side. Eric Bischoff, he was the mind behind WCW, man. And I got to interview and thank them for making my childhood fun. You know, I got to interview a human tornado who was one of my favorite uh, independent wrestlers of all time. I, 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 I got to speak to countless UFC fighters, Cody Stamen, Miles DeFury Jury. Um, Sam Alvey. I got to speak to other wrestlers such as Congo Kong. Uh, I got to interview a former Piston, man. I got to interview James Buddha Edwards from the Bad Boys Pistons. <laughs> I got to interview Cole Cabana, who's uh, one of my favorite indie wrestlers, man. I, um, It's been so many people. I, I, we just interviewed John Pee Wee Moore from ECW uh, Wrestling uh, a couple weeks ago. A uh, referee from ECW. We got to interview him. Um, I'm, it's, it's, I'm just thinking about all the different people that I've got to meet 
doing this. Jimmy Jacobs, another guy I got to interview that I really, really uh, had a lot of fun doing. But <laughs> I got to do all of this because you kicked me in the ass <laughs> and, and inspired me to do this. Um, and, and all I can, all I can say is thank you. You know, if, if I, I don't know what the last two years of my life would look like had you not been that aspiration for me to gain. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for motivating your uncle to get into podcasting, man. Um, and then we have our own show that we <clears throat> haven't done in a while. But <laughs> but for me, to, I'm going to be honest with you. I just went through a list of all the people that I got to interview and talk to and and so on and so forth. Honestly, the most fun that I've ever had podcasting was working with you on these Generation Exchange shows. And and the reason why was because it was just literally us being us, us having these debates that we used to have all the time about music, and it's 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 it, it was just fun for me. That's when I'm I'm. It, it doesn't even feel like sometimes when I'm podcasting, it, it feels like a job. You know, it's. You know, having to find guests, um, making sure everything's paid for, you know, editing and um, oh, editing. Damn it, I, I hate editing so much. But doing all of, all of this stuff that comes along with it. But literally just sitting in front of that microphone is the best part. And honestly, the most fun that I have doing this is when it's just you and me uh debating whatever the hell it is that we want to talk about i i really don't have to prepare notes you know especially early on i didn't have to prepare notes when i was on the show with you it was us talking it was just having a conversation that we probably had before you know uh nas versus future like yeah of course nas is better than future what the hell are you talking about you know talk oh man the, the episode we had Corey on there man when then the two of you were doing the ultimate beyonce album man that was that was a blast i really enjoyed that one and then on top of that you being the personality you are you found like a whole community of, of podcasters shout out to the, the pie squad the pie fam and now i'm cool with them like when i was in dallas um in, in July of this year, I definitely, I reached out to Q and me and him just hung out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Mr. John Salvatore, man, you know, definitely a big, big supporter of, of yours. And he's definitely supported my show all because of the love that, that they have for you. They supported me and, uh, BJ and, 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 and Penrose and, and, and everybody, man. Every everybody in the squad, man, they they rallied around you and they embraced me too. You know what I mean? So, and to this day, I I don't know how the hell you linked up with these people, <laughs> Danny and Cleo. I'm just, I'm just you know, I, I, like I said, I don't any prepare any notes, so I'm just thinking the people off the top of my head right now. But I don't know how the hell you linked up with all these people. I, I have no idea how that happened. But you just, you, this is you. It's just your magnetism. This is what you do. So. 
shout out to you, man, for this podcast journey and uh, starting your YouTube channel and you know graduating from college. Damn it, man! I'm you are the first one to graduate from college. It's funny because like if you if you okay like I said you're pretty much like my little sister right so if you look at the progression you know the first two they went for a year I went for like two and a half years um, I mean Shakia went longer than that and then you're the one that got the degree so shout out <laughs> it took us a while but we got us one and ah oh, man I can't wait to see your papa's face man I know he and your papa and your your grandma, I can't wait to see their face, man. I know they are going to be smiling from ear to ear, man. <laughs> and just know that I know a couple years ago, I mean, you lost a lot of people in a, a short amount of time. And I know all of them are going to be there, too. All of them are going to be watching you walk across that stage. All of them are going to be there, you know, when they hear your name, they're going to be cheering and, and just as happy and smiling from ear to ear, just like all of us are. So, um, like I said, and I know your aunt Joyce, your aunt Pat and uh, grandma Crenshaw and, and everybody, um, is very, very proud of you. Just, just know that this weekend pride is going to be the thing. All of us, everybody is, is so proud of you. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. Man, I'm 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 proud of you, baby girl. <laughs> I know I know it was a lot of hard work. I know it wasn't easy. But uh, you stuck to it and you got it done. And um, now uh, the next chapter of your life is is getting ready to start. And to be honest with you, this is uh, this is it's gonna be a lot of hard work. It's gonna be a, a it's still gonna be a lot of ups and downs. Um, it's gonna be a lot of good and bad. But uh, you know, Uncle Devin can definitely give you. Um, advice and uh, a listening ear in, in in the next steps in your life. But uh, just know this: you're going into that next chapter with that college degree, baby. <laughs> Man, I'm 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 so proud of you. Um, I am. I know I'm probably not the best at expressing how I feel sometimes. You know, it's, I get it from your Paul Paul, you know. But just, I mean, I know I keep saying it, but truly, 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 your Uncle Devin is proud of you. I am proud of you. I'm proud of um, the work that you're doing and um, I'm definitely looking forward to what's what's next for Mr. K. McKenzie. Um, put the work. I mean, continue putting the work in. 
Just know that the work doesn't stop here. You still got more work to do. But at the end of the day, remember these few things, man. Number one, know who you are, own who you are, and be happy with who you are. Um, When you know who you are and you're happy with who you are, um, no one can come into your life and influence you and 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 um change who you are or manipulate you um and that's 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 huge that's majorly important to know who you are and be happy with who you are it doesn't mean that you you it doesn't mean that being happy with who you are means that you're perfect that's that's not what that means and it doesn't mean that you know being happy with who you are doesn't mean that there's not things that you have to change i mean that's 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 definitely not the case everybody has things that they probably no 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 not even probably everybody has things that they need to change everybody has things that they need to work on and you know you're you're included in that too um, but being happy with who you are is is huge, is majorly important. Because if you don't know who you are, anybody can tell you who you are. And when someone tells you who you are, it it makes you feel like shit. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of this as my Angelo quote, which is funny because that's who your middle name is. Uh pattern after the quote is you only are free when you realize that you belong no place you belong every place no place at all and i know that mean that makes absolutely no sense (laughs) um i know you're probably saying what well what the hell does that mean um you know, you only are free when you realize you belong no place for me what that means is it, there's a difference between fitting in and belonging fitting in means that you're doing what you you're conforming to something to be there you're just there you're, you're you're not expressing your own thoughts you're conforming your thoughts to be a part of something so you're not necessarily being yourself you're just being what that group is so belonging is to me when you can be yourself and know that you're supposed to be there belonging is being yourself and 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 being a part of something without having to change who you are that's that's my definition so you you only are free when you realize you belong no place. You belong every place. No place at all. 
So when you realize that, hey, I belong here, but at the same time, I don't belong here. I don't really belong anywhere. And I feel like you you have that ability, Takane. You know, you know how to operate in every space. People want you in their space. But you choose whether you want to be in that space or not. Hey, I can go to the club every day. <laughs> I like going to the club. Going to the club is fun. I just don't feel like, uh, but I don't feel like going to the club. I don't feel like that's what I, I, I want to do. That's not where I want to be. But everybody wants you to come to the club. Now, I'd rather be, you know, sitting at my home, my homie Corey's place, listening to, be, watching Beyonce uh, Lemonade movie. You know, I belong there. But then it's like, eh, I don't feel like, be, I don't feel like being there. I don't, I don't want to be there anymore. I belong there. <laughs> you know, they want me there. Eh, I just don't want to be there. So when you, f- basically, it's it's a comfortability with yourself, learning that you belong to you. No one else can make you who you are. No one else can can put those parameters on you and say you have to fit into this box. No, you are the box. You belong to you. So remember that. Remember, belong to yourself. Do what makes you happy. Do what's best for you. That And know that that's not selfish. That's not a selfish thing to do. Doing what's best for you. If doing what's best for you is helping someone else, then that's not selfish. Belong to yourself. I mean, I could I could give you so much other advice, but hey, there's plenty of time for that. <laughs> All right, there's, there's like I said, this is a celebration time. So, Takanya, baby, I love you. We gonna we gonna celebrate this weekend. We gonna have a good time. I'm proud of you, and. <laughs> you you did it, man. You did it. Just just know that your uncle your uncle Devin and your entire family is proud of you. That you set a goal and you you accomplished that. You accomplished your goal, baby. So um, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all, man. Peace.